Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hey everyone, welcome to podcast episode 20 of the Building Heroes Podcast. Today, we're going to tackle the question of what about socialization? I know this is a big concern for many, and I remember having this very concern too when I first started thinking about homeschooling my kids. So we got some good stuff here, and maybe you never thought of it this way. Plus, I'm going to tell you the surprising thing that somebody wrote in my yearbook that made me wonder if I was socialized. Also, getting excited over here for the relaunch of the Hero Journey membership coming up in mid-March. So much good stuff. So if you want to get on that before the price goes up, check it out at buildingheroesacademy.com. So when I was first thinking about homeschooling my kids, one of my big concerns was what about socialization? Because a lot of people ask, ask that, right? Because you start thinking, well, if you're at home all day with the kids, how are they going to learn to get along? But what is socialization really? So I looked this up in the dictionary and I did this even when I first started homeschooling as well, but I just did it again now. And the first definition I get is the act of socializing. I'm like, come on, you can't define a word with the word, right? So I kept looking. I'm like, I don't like that dictionary because it seems to do that a lot. But the other dictionary I went and looked at is said, social interaction with people. I'm like, oh, you're still using the same word, the root of the word in the word. But I guess we could narrow it down. It's, it's basically knowing how to interact with people, right? Well, what I found was, is that once I started homeschooling, social interaction with other people was so not a problem. Like we had more than plenty of opportunities to interact with other kids, with other families, with other adults, all sorts of people like tons of opportunities like co-ops, sports, dance, church, volunteering, service, online classes, so on and so forth. There's tons of stuff. Now, yes, during COVID, those things have certainly reduced, but there are still ways to connect with other people. So the other thing I was thinking about too was that we also learn how to socially interact first as little children by socially interacting with our own families. And that's really where it all begins. It's the family is the foundation for social interaction with people. And that's where we train our kids to get along, right? And hopefully we don't stop training them just because we send them off to school thinking they're going to get socialized there, right? Now, I have found that when the kids are home all day, I do start to wonder if the kids will ever learn to get along, to socially interact in a nice way. And it's in those times that we start to wonder, do we need to send them off to school to get them socialized? But the thing is, is when you're homeschooling and you're home together more, an interesting thing happens. The issues in your family actually get amplified. Now, this might sound like an argument against homeschooling, but it's actually a good thing. Because if you can learn how to get along when everybody's at home all the time, Wow, you can get along with anyone. 
the, the other problem is though, is if, if we're always ignoring these root issues at home and just going off and being busy, we actually miss these good opportunities to learn the most important kind of socialization with our own families. And even with homeschooling, I can find that that can happen too. We get so busy with all the other social stuff that we ignore getting along at home. You know, um, during COVID, I think one reason why a lot of people have struggled is because they've been thrown into the situation where they're all home together and the issues have gotten amplified. And so they don't realize that it's, that's a normal thing, but it's also a great opportunity to learn how to get, get along better. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it. It's kind of like, you could have like a messy room, right? And you can just shut the door and ignore it. And you can hope that it's gonna go away, but the room's still messy, right? So when you start being together more, it's like opening up the door and seeing the mess. And then the beautiful thing is you have a choice. <laughs> you, you, you can start thinking you're this big old mess of a family when you start seeing the issues amplified, or um, you can go in there and start cleaning it up together and making it better. So when issues get amplified, it's, it's a good thing because then you become more aware and then you can start doing something about it. Okay, so, um, you know, in dictionaries, they always have multiple definitions. We're only gonna do the first two for this one. But the other definition of socialization is the process beginning during childhood by which individuals acquire the values, habits, and attitudes of a society. And that's probably the definition that maybe we're more worried about when we ask that question because what we're really worried about is, will my kids fit in? Or will they be socially awkward and weird? You know, what about friends? Will they know how to make friends? Um, and, and in our society, it really is an assumption that most of us have, that they have to go to school in order to learn how to fit in. Now, when I started thinking about this though, I started to wonder, is school really the best place for socialization to take place? So if we look at how schools are set up, you got 30 or so kids all about the same age in a classroom with one authority figure, the teacher, right? And other than, kindergarten to 12th grade, where else does that even happen in real life? It doesn't. I mean, maybe you go back and become a teacher, but then you're the authority figure, right? And I'm not so sure that I want 30 or so kids teaching my kids about habits, values, and attitudes of society, right? What are they actually learning? When my oldest son was in kindergarten, he was definitely bringing home some values, habits, and attitudes that I sure hadn't taught him and things that I didn't even think I was going to have to worry about in kindergarten. <laughs> and um, just this last semester, my daughter went to high school part-time and she was pretty shocked at the culture there, <laughs> how petty the kids were, how much they really didn't care about learning how important it was to be in pop culture and name brands and wear the latest fashions. And the whole attitude, especially for the girls, was more about getting a boyfriend than it was being inspired to do better, do good things with their life. You know, the culture 
the school system is all based on a scarcity mentality and competition and because if somebody else gets something, then you can't. And your self-worth ends up being based on your grades, your looks, your popularity, your boyfriend or whatever. Now, obviously not all the kids at public schools are bad. <laughs> there are many really, really great kids in the system, but I feel like it's not because the system socialized them, but rather in spite of it, it's because their parents taught them about who they are and their habits, their values, their attitudes. So as our kids are socialized with these values, habits, and attitudes that kind of prevail in some of these systems, it does spread into the society in general. I mean, I don't know if the society habits, values, and attitudes are coming from the schools or vice versa, but they kind of are intermixing all together. And when I look at the values, habits, and, and attitudes of society, I'm like, I'm not so sure I want my kids to fit in with that, especially with all the immorality, the complaining, the conformity, and worse. You know, I'd much rather have my kids understand that they are valuable as human beings of who they are, that I want them to have good characters and to choose to do good. And kids who can do that can fit in anywhere. Even if they haven't adapted to society's values, habits, and attitudes. And that's because judgment will come when we feel the need to put ourselves above others. But we don't need to do that when we feel good about ourselves and we can make friends and be kind to other people when we feel good about ourselves. So if socialization is really about learning the values, habits, and attitudes of society, then like I said, I'm really not so sure I want my kids socialized in that way. And the public school system is probably not where I want my kids learning those. Now, I do know that some people believe that their kids should go to public school in order to be a good example. And other people believe in the greenhouse theory where they want their kids protected while they are still these delicate little sprouts and they don't want them crushed by the world. Um, and some opponents of homeschooling even suggest that kids will not toughen up if they don't get out there and what they, they call it the real world, which I've already mentioned, it's not really real, right? And obviously each family has to decide what's right for their own kids. And I am grateful for the kids who can be strong enough to be in the system, to be a good example, but not every kid can. And a lot of kids do get bullied because of that. I mean, I do also think it's kind of a crazy idea to think that you should just throw your kids into a potentially damaged environment just to toughen them up. I mean, obviously there's gotta be other reasons, right? Um, so if you actually look at little seedlings that grow in the greenhouse, they're kept there in the greenhouse for a reason. Because if they were out in the weather, they would probably be trampled or they would die crushed. Right? So there's a thing called hardening where you expose them a little bit at a time. So when you have little seedlings, you can stick them out in the sun in the harsh outside with weather with the wind and all that. And you put them outside for just a little bit at a time, like a half an hour, an hour. And then you put them back in the greenhouse and then you gradually increase it. Um, so for us, that makes a lot of sense to have home as a greenhouse where we, we are 
building the foundation, building the basics of the values, habits, and attitudes, and helping them understand who they are. And it's not like we're keeping them locked away. They, they get to go out and um, experience life and talk to people and make friends and all that. Now, we want our kids to fit in, right? But at the same time, we kind of don't, you know? I definitely want my kids to know how to make friends, how to communicate with other people and how to choose to treat everyone kindly. But I don't really want them to fit in with many of the other things that are going on. All right, but what about socially awkward kids? That's a big fear for people, it really is. Yes, there are some socially awkward homeschoolers, but you know what? There are socially awkward public schoolers too. They're all out there, right? So early on when I was researching this, uh, you know, when I started homeschooling, I realized that a lot of the predictor of social awkwardness come from the parents. Because kids, whether they're homeschooled, private school, public school, whatever, they're really only gonna have the skills to fit in socially as much as their parents do, unless something changed there. All right, so I was public schooled, but I can tell you, I certainly felt socially awkward a lot. I don't think that I learned a ton of great social skills of how to make friends and how to get along. I just learned how to try to survive the system. Um, my parents, you know, they were friendly people. They could get along with people, but I do know my mom as an immigrant from Sweden always felt a little awkward herself and she never felt like she fit in because she spoke with a funny accent. So, you know, awkwardly I made my way through school and this is the story I mentioned at the beginning. I had a girl write in my yearbook, my senior year, <laughs> how much she thought I was weird and she disliked me, but during my senior year, she decided I was finally cool. I was like, uh, wow, thanks. Yeah. So I could say, yeah, I was socially awkward. I felt that way. Now, so when this came up for me, homeschooling my kids, I had to intentionally decide what I wanted socialization to look like for my kids. And I also had to decide what values, habits, and attitudes do I want them learning? <laughs> Right? And then I had to look at myself. Was I exemplifying the values, habits, and attitudes that I wanted for them? There was some work to be done there, and there always still is. Right? And I was also thinking to you, okay, I'm a total introvert. My husband's a total introvert. All of our kids are introverts. I mean, I have kids who never wanted to leave home. Look, I mean, luckily they grow up and they will. But I really didn't like to socially interact with people if I didn't have to, especially ones I didn't know. And so this introverted family was really going to have a hard time making friends if we weren't a little more proactive. I mean, even though I in, I'm introverted, I do like people. <laughs> it's just that I had to train myself to get over the uncomfortableness and the awkwardness that I would feel, right? But just because that's there doesn't mean that I can't learn how to socially interact, right? So I knew I had to up my social skills, right? And I had to lead the way so my kids could see. So when we would go to homeschool activities, at first I would just kind of, you know, stand around the corner, wonder why my kids aren't making friends. Oh, because we're just standing in the corner. 
you know? So I had to take initiative to go introduce myself to other people and learn and about other people and meet other people. And I made a lot of great friends and my kids learned how to do that too. Now on the flip side, maybe you've got some really extroverted kids and maybe they got to learn how to tone it down, but whatever it is, you can always lead the way and teach them the principles. Um, so it's actually been kind of funny to me because this happens to me quite a bit. <laughs> I'll have people sign up that we homeschool and they'll say something like, oh, wow, I had no idea you homeschooled. Your kids seem so normal. <laughs> and what they're really saying is your kids aren't as socially awkward like I expected them to be. And, you know, I don't really get offended over that or anything. But I, I think it's, it's funny because the stereotype is so strong to believe that homeschoolers must be socially awkward, you know? Um, now, even though I do say that social skills and the socialness of your kids is strongly influenced by parents, it doesn't mean that we're not going to maybe end up with a socially awkward kid. We still might. And we also can't really say whether that kid would be socially awkward if they were in public school or if they were homeschooled. You know, we, we can't really say. The thing about socially awkwardness, it's really a matter of opinion, right? What some adults might find really charming in a kid, other kids might not. And if the kids around your kid decide that your kid is socially awkward, the chances for bullying go way up. So, if you do have a kid that seems socially awkward and you feel like you're doing your part to leave the way and all that, you know, what can you do? Well, you have to follow your own intuition, but with the way the public school environment is, I'm guessing in that most cases, that won't necessarily be the best bet to teach or to get the socially awkwardness out, right? There's always other people that you can get around. And I think that really is the beautiful thing about homeschooling. And this may be why it seems like there's more socially awkward homeschoolers than maybe in, you know, relative to the percentage in public school is that maybe a lot of them struggle in the public school environment. And so mom is bringing them back home and dad to help them learn how to interact. And that is the beautiful thing about homeschooling, especially homeschooling in the building heroes way, because we know that each one of our kids are totally unique and that as we can allow them to develop at their own pace and not to try and make them into somebody that they're not, but we can still teach them and guide them and give them skills to learn how to relate with others. But at the same time, we can love them for who they are and not crush them because they don't seem to fit in. And, you know, in fact, many homeschoolers actually embrace that socially awkward stereotype and they just have a lot of fun with it because they kind of just say, you know what, we don't really care what you think about us. And that could be a good thing, right? I think that it's really just a, a rebellion against what is normal because they don't necessarily want what is normal. Just because something's normal doesn't mean that it's good or right. So just to wrap this podcast up today, I would just challenge you to take some time to think about 
how you want your kids to be socialized. What are your habits, values, and attitudes that you want your kids to adapt or adopt? And, you know, what social skills could you gain? What social skills could they gain? And I think you'll find that it's really not as difficult as it sounds, especially when you can feel confident in who you are and that you are good. And sure, you might mess up because you're human, but it doesn't matter because you are valuable as you are. And that's really what we want our kids to know too. It's okay to mess up and it's okay to sometimes do things weird, but that's how we learn. And that's how we get better. And yeah, our kids will be socialized. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.